0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Captain's Log for August 9th. Aaron and I are back to bring you some of the newest board gaming releases and news, of course. We like to keep it short. Sweet. We're going to break it down for you. Aaron, let's jump right into it. What are some of the games that we got coming up for us?
1: All right. Well, coming to us from publisher Renegade, we have the G.I. Joe deck building game. They have released uh, several other uh, semi-popular licensed Deck building games, they uh, recently done one based on Power Rangers, did one based on Transformers. You probably are most familiar with them for Clank, the deck building adventure game that I myself am a big fan of. I think Clank in Space is an excellent uh, upgrade to that game. And coming to us from Ravensburger is a standalone sequel to their hit co-op monster running away from mostly game uh horrified which is a a cooperative game this is going to be horrified american monsters so whereas the original horrified had frankenstein's monster it had dracula it had the mummy uh this is promising uh this the same uh thrill and excitement of the chase but you'll be taking you will be trying to take out uh the bigfoot the Jersey Devil, and everyone's favorite, Mothman.
0: We also have coming up a new Dune game, because, of course, with the movie coming out, we're going to see a lot of Dune games. We already got from Gale Force 9 the new shortened version of Dune, but we also have a new card game coming up, Dune Betrayal, actually created by the designer of The Resistance. It's going to be very similar to a lot of your other social deduction games, you're going to be taking on the identity of some of the iconic Dune characters, Raban, some of the Harkonnens, Duncan Idaho, a lot of these characters that you know and love from the book. So you can be looking forward to that from Gale Force 9 coming out in October of this year. We're going to be looking at a price of about $25. Uh,
1: and then in, in kind of board game adjacent news uh, in, in the world of, of tabletop role-playing games, Wizards of the Coast and WizKids are teaming up to release a new line of miniatures. This will be different from their previous efforts, where they've been boxes of either unpainted or pre-painted, fully constructed minis. These will actually be sprue-based minis, which if you're not real deep in the paint on on miniatures, what that means is the the mini comes completely unassembled with a whole bunch of parts more than what you need to just put the thing together which means you can kind of you can you can take the the base of the miniature and really chop it screw it remix it make it look exactly how you want it to look so if you have a monk that you play but for some reason you're deciding that your monk wields a great sword you're not going to find a pre-made mini for that but this line is going to allow you to take the individual pieces parts and build the mini to look exactly like the character looks in your head. For people who are, you know, real heavy into like tabletop war games, this is nothing new. This is how they've been doing it since forever. But for those of us uh, in in the, the tabletop role playing game, this is it's it's not as big on this side of the fence. And the fact that it's going to be Wizards of the Coast, you know, this is all officially licensed. You'll be able to get the the official monsters and not the the knockoffs that they sometimes other companies have to make. Also, we try not to to talk about a lot of Kickstarters here. We don't want it to seem like we're shilling for something. But there's a, a game on Kickstarter currently, Avatar Legends, based on the based on the hit series Avatar: The Last Airbender and that awful movie that we all pretend don't exist. Uh, it's a Role-playing game, powered by the Apocalypse Framework, being published by Magpie Games, who recently have delivered a similar RPG based on the popular board game Root. Uh, The reason we wanted to bring this up and mention it is Avatar Legends, the role-playing game, went live on Kickstarter about 48 hours ago. It is currently sitting, I've got the the website pulled up here, it's currently sitting at 2.6 seven million dollars again in 48 hours with 27 days to go it is already the highest funded tabletop role-playing game kickstarter
0: ever i love seeing how high these numbers can get that's actually insane i mean it makes sense avatar really had a moment last year when it came on to netflix and the legend of korra as well i mean fantastic series and i'm excited to see how the game's going to play that's a really cool idea Moving forward into our news, we do have a report that Tasty Minstrel Games may be shutting down. This was on Dice Tower News, but unfortunately, we haven't seen much else to corroborate this yet. Aaron, you've looked into this a little bit. What's going on here?
1: Yeah, I saw the announcement pop up, one of the the websites I traverse, and I, I have really been scouring trying to see anything from Tasty Minstrel Games directly, according to the. Dice Tower News, Uh, this was reported by them July 29th, 2021, if you go to that, that episode is where they talk about it. They sent an email to stockholders in their company saying that they're in virtual bankruptcy, they've fired everyone except the owner, they're not going to be producing any new games, they said they don't expect to produce anything for the next few years. It uh, looks like they're just going to focus on selling stuff that they already have to try and raise the funds to, to get the engine going again.
0: It's unfortunate to see because there are definitely some great games from Tasty Minstrel Games, although although they do seem to have been in a tough position for quite some time. A couple years back, there was an interesting thing that they did where they essentially tried to crowdfund equity in the company. If that sounds confusing, it was a little confusing to read. didn't seem like the sort of thing a company that was on top of it would do so they do seem to have been not doing great for a little bit of time so hopefully they can get their feet under them and of course thoughts do go out to everybody who did get fired from their job it's a tough to be in that situation and hopefully they can find something soon Moving on to our next topic, the head of Z-Man Games has announced that he is leaving. He has taken up a new position in Day. The founder of Plan B Games, Sophie Gravel, will actually be taking over as the head of Z-Man Games while continuing to operate with Plan B Games as well. That's kind of interesting.
1: Sophie Gravel bought Z-Man Games. She left the parent company, after Asmodee bought it, to form Plan B Games. And then Asmodee has bought Plan B and now she's staying there and now she's back in charge of Z-Man Games. So literally a game of chess pieces here involved really, really interesting. I mean, I guess if, if you're doing what you love, why get out of it?
0: Yeah, definitely seems to be working out for her.
1: Start a game company. Get sold to Asmodee, start another game company, get sold to Asmodee.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, it's hard to find something that Asmodee isn't trying to purchase. Moving on to our next topic. This is a bit of a larger one. I want to talk a little bit about Games Workshop. Of course, these are the people that make Warhammer and Warhammer 40K. They produce a lot of minis, a lot of the quest books that come out. And there's been a little bit of controversy lately. There was some people trying to start a boycott of Games Workshop. And it really revolves around two points the first is that recently a couple former employees came out and stated that during their time at games workshop they were not compensated as well as they should and that there was an issue with the way that people were paid at games workshop i have taken a little bit of a dive into this i've been looking at it and it does seem that in general games workshop does have i would say a very much a corporate feel to it. It's very much a a large company, and you're going to see a very similar thing to a lot of other large companies, which is you're not having people that are getting compensated as fairly as they should. There's definitely always an effort in these large companies to undercut wages where you can. That said, their reviews on Glassdoor and similar sites are fairly good. There's a general positive attitude by former employees, and it seems that while you may not get compensated as well as you could, it's at least comparable, if not slightly better, than some of the other jobs that you could get that are similar. Additionally, the second point that people were pointing to is that Games Workshop recently has unveiled their new streaming site where they're going to be producing and releasing content that surrounds their various properties. They have not done a lot of that sort of thing on their own, but what they have been doing over the past couple months is that they have been going to various content creators, people that have created some web series, things like that. They have basically given them a choice of saying, you can either continue doing what you do, but do it for us, or you're gonna have to stop. And so a lot of these content creators have decided, of course, they're gonna go the way that they'll get paid for what they're doing. They'll still make some money. They'll get to make it for Games Workshop. But of course there's a lot of people that are a bit upset about this because understandably so the free content that they enjoyed is now getting locked behind a paywall additionally some of the series that people do enjoy that have not been asked about that have decided on their own to stop working on these series because of fear of future lawsuits. So even though they may have been fine in the long run, it's not worth it because Games Workshop does seem to be cracking down on that. So there has been some controversy surrounding that lately. Coming back around though to Games Workshop's compensation of employees, whether or not they do pay enough, they did have an amazing year in 2020. Over the past year, they have made a significant bonus during the pandemic. And instead of pocketing all of that money, Games Workshop actually provided all of their employees a $7,000 bonus due to these big sales. In addition, they also increase the profit share that they provide to their employees to the tune of about $1,000. This is, I, I'd say, honestly, this is a significant amount of money to give to all of your employees. And while it does seem in general like Games Workshop could do a better job with their employees, that's applaudable in its own right, I think.
1: Yeah, that's that's interesting. It does, I mean, it's it's impossible to in in the light of the the first part to look at the second part and wonder if mayhaps the two might be related you know trying to to buy back some goodwill by by paying some of their employees impossible to say obviously just just speculation that's really interesting i i had not yet read about the uh that they were going to launch their own streaming service which it surprises me that uh that they're pivoting into creating uh content, you know, in, in that manner of, of just narrative content for for their own streaming service. Be, uh, be curious to see how that looks when that all comes out.
0: Yeah, it's definitely going to be interesting to see. Um, before we go, I will say that if you are interested in seeing what sort of things will be on there, the Astartes project, that's A-S-T-A-R-T-E-S project, is on YouTube, or at least it was last that I checked. And it's a very good example of incredibly high quality animation and storytelling that some of these fans are providing so i would give that a shot if you're interested it like i said incredibly high quality worth a shot just to get an idea of what these people are putting out and sort of why games workshop has decided to get behind that that's the news for august 9th of course we will be back in two weeks with more we'll be keeping an eye on these stories as well make sure to join us next week for the normal podcast but until then we'll be right here and thank you for listening